mama, I got bad news, bad news. I've been rolling with some bad dudes, bad dudes. I've been trying to get a bag. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Ashes to Awesome podcast, Rising and Recovery. Our podcast provides light, hope, and understanding about addictions and mental health to people living within that life and the people who love them. Today's episode is brought to you by Doctor Treatment Centers in Phuket, Thailand. They are a clinic run by clinicians, not a business run by businessmen. And they know that where addiction is the smoke, trauma is the fire. Learn more at yatracenters.com. That's Y-A-T-R-A-C-E-N-T-R-E.com. Hey, listeners. Welcome to another edition of Family Friday on the Ashes to Awesome podcast. I'm your host, Chuck LaFlange. And today I am joined in studio by Nefertari Geis. Did I get it right? Nefertari. Yes. Nefertari Geis. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, close enough. Okay, good. Right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh... I'll be totally honest to the listeners. I haven't really heard any of her story yet outside of a couple of kind of tertiary things. So I'm, I'm as curious as you are to know what's going on with Nefertari here. So thanks for coming to the show, Nefertari. How are you doing today? Good. Thanks for inviting me. Hey, yeah. No, I, I'm glad you accepted the invite. So, and, and I guess we'll pull back the curtain a little bit for the listeners on this. Um, I, I went into the, the rather large Spouses and Partners of Addicts group on, on Facebook, uh, which I've been a member of for a while. And, you know, I've interviewed a few members there. but And just kind of put up an open bill, I guess, to say, hey, you know, if you've got one of these type of three stories, I think it was, and, you know, if you'd like to come on and, and tell us, let's, let's go for it. Well, what ended up happening, the, the response was unimagined. I was getting messages and, and like, comments. I was like, oh, my Lord, what am I? And I'm, I'm a busy guy, right? I've got this podcast. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do that tomorrow. And then tomorrow would come in and it'd be a bigger job and I'd have less time. And I was like, oh, crap, what am I going to do? So I just kind of put up an open bill and said, hey, book yourselves in for, for an episode and let's get it done. So this is the first one of those, actually, that, that we've done right now, Nefertari. So oh. I, I'm really excited for that. It's kind of coming into a cold. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. Well, I have, I have an idea, but, uh, you know, I know none of your details, that's for sure. And I, I think that's, uh, well, that's great. Yeah, so, yeah. so what are you doing here, Nefertari? Oh, what am I doing here? God led me here. I tell you that <laughs> it's definitely Holy Spirit led. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is, not, uh, you know, I want to help and uplift others. Uh, they're going through this or may go through this, and whatever. Just like I do in the group, try to encourage others to keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, as a uh, as a partner or spouse of someone who's addicted to drugs. Okay. Okay. And where does, how does that story intersect with yours? I mean, where are we, um, you know, boyfriend, partner, what's... Yeah, you know? my boyfriend, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, um, tell, yeah, us what, tell us what happened. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's an interesting story. I'm going to try to keep it, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we met 20-something <laughs> years ago, actually, at uh, college, 2099. So, yeah, yeah. Um, at a music festival and it wasn't a rave okay. <laughs> just regular outside and we we're cool and everything and uh non-verbal just hit it off right off the bat day day a little while then he had to leave um san jose and 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 uh go to go to uh i'm in california go from san jose to okay. sacramento california and then uh i had stayed there and graduated and i left and you know back in the day for those of us who were under I would say under 40, you know, you had to write your phone number down. And if you lose that piece of paper, you lose touch <laughs> <laughs> with the person. Oh, I remember, I remember yeah, you know, yeah, it wasn't like it is now. Yeah. It's like, it's gone. 
So yeah. we lost track mm -hmm. of each other. He came back to look for me after I, after I had graduated and he came back and he went to look for me. I was already gone. So that was it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we reconnected uh, a few years later after that. Once again, the Holy Spirit led. I just felt it on my spirit that I needed to reach out to him and looked mm -hmm. him up. He was locked up and uh, we reconnected. He did some oh. time got out okay um we didn't we didn't we didn't make it through the three to five year incarceration we moved on yeah, yeah. that relationship didn't work out mm -hmm. uh, uh and then in uh christmas time 2019 the week before christmas yeah. it was on my spirit again and even during these 20 well, i forgot how many years that is was 24 25 20 years 24 years something like that whatever during this old this period of time whether we're in connection or not, I can always tell when he's going through something and he can tell when I'm going through something, whether we're in communication or not. Okay. And so uh, we reconnected uh, 20, uh, 2019. I just got in a relationship and uh, I was trying to ignore it. <laughs> I was trying to ignore that, that yep. feeling to reach out. And I did, and then uh, I didn't, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't ignore it. It was just like weighing wound down on me. And then uh, after like, I finally just followed through and reached out, sent him a letter, uh, sent him a Christmas card, and uh, we reconnected again. And he told me he'd been play, praying for me to come back in his life for those four days. So, okay. so that was really cool. And, um, but what one of the things I found out that is, uh, you know, the PO had told me um, that you know he has a serious drug problem. Okay. What was his drug of choice, if you don't mind me asking? So that was going on underneath the service, uh, meth. What was his uh, meth? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, smoking it. And, um, and, and up until this point, just so I can kind of keep current. Want to. Um, was that was drugs a problem throughout these years of of you know, disconnect and connect between the two of you, or, or was that no. that was a new what, element of, to the to the equation now? Or, yeah, it was a new it was a new element in terms of being me being cognizant of it, being being aware. I'm you know I don't do drugs. Ah, uh, okay, have. okay, fair um, enough. Yep, I've yep, smoked yep, weed yep. in the past, whatever, but I can't. I have asthma. I can't do it anymore. Or anything. So okay, yep. um, what I found out now as our relationship has grown each time and we talk and everything. That he does, you know, he was using different drugs even back then. I just didn't know. Back okay. in the '90s, okay. for those who don't, who didn't live it, that's why I said they made the joke about raves. That yeah. was the thing; people would go to raves and do e and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, so I didn't, but he did. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know for yeah. sure, but I. So over time, I've learned, you know. Yeah, about all yeah. these things well, with the benefit of hindsight you could yeah oh i guess i should have known or whatever right but right you know, if, you, if you're not experienced if you're not experienced in that lifestyle then you know who's to say right so okay okay so po tells you he's got a math problem what uh how does that change the, the dynamic between the two of you um you know it's just me i mean i i accept that i'm an enabler that's something that i've been um yeah, yeah. that's something that i've been coming to uh, I guess acceptance about it the last few weeks, um, as I was, as, okay. you know, as I was yep. saying to you, I fell and fell recently, and um, I couldn't write, I couldn't 
execute my business. I couldn't do anything. So I had a lot of time to just sit there think and watch TV. <laughs> right. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and so I, you know, and, and reaching out to a couple people uh, supports and I really kind of come to this place of like, yeah, I am. Instead of like contemplating whether I enable, I'm like, yeah, you know, I am enabling, you know, yeah. I, I didn't think yeah. some of the things I'm doing were enabling, but mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and that's the reality of it, right? That's uh, right. You know, so, so now it's a, now that a, you know that though, right? Mm-hmm. Now that I know that, and I'm now I'm contemplating like, okay, well, what's, you know, what do I need to do different, you know, besides mm. just reading the different books and stuff like that. And now you've got me curious, genuinely curious. Yeah. Is while you're deciding to do that, because you're still kind of in that position now, is am I, reading, am I hearing? Oh, yeah. Correctly? Like, right. so you're literally, still, yeah, so yeah, yeah. to fast forward to right now, literally right now, he, <laughs> I can tell you this. He literally left a week ago today. Um, okay. In the middle of the night or early morning and left. I have no idea where he is. Oh, okay. Okay. So. Um, I have no leads or nothing. Do you have so, Do you have a history to know that he's probably going to show up back soon? Or, right? Like, I can tell you from days in active addiction, you know, there's patterns that usually follow, right? You know, so somebody yeah. disappear for a week and they'll come back with their head down. Yeah, you know. I mean, well, or, or do you have that history with him so far? Or, right? it, it like the thing is, is that we've always been apart. Like he's been where he's at because I live in a different county. Yeah. Yeah. So he lived where he was at, and I lived where I was at. And so this past month oh, okay. is the first time of us twenty four seven being oh, being okay. in front of okay. each other. And with new knowledge of his habits. Yeah. Okay, so and he's told me that he's not, right. you know, yeah. Yeah. that based on thing, he no, got really uh, sick and everything in his yeah. last incarceration and that he's not going to use that stuff anymore and all that. Right. So now he's, now his drug of choice yeah. is weed. Yeah. Supposedly, supposedly okay. he hasn't relapsed to the, to uh, meth yet. Okay. Okay. Um, I won't ask him if you, I won't ask if you believe him because it doesn't really matter if you do. Or oh, not. right now. I know. I'd, uh, I'd say no, yeah. I don't believe him now because he's been gone for like a week. And yeah. Right, right. So, yeah. Um, so let's back up, back up a bit then. Cause you yeah. kind of got to, to where we're at now. So you find this out. How does that change things between you? Like, how do you begin? To, there's so many questions. You said you, you've come to learn that you were enabling. What were you doing to enable and how'd you figure that out? And um, I would say the way I knew that I was, what the, what, the way I've been contemplating about enabling is, um, you know, having excuses, you know, for his behavior. Um, yeah. When he, he went missing before uh, three years ago, almost three years ago now. Okay. And he yeah. ended up because of the drugs, I think, and also because of, I think, of an assault on him years ago, um, yeah. ended up having seizures. So he ended up in the hospital, and they and they yeah. they and he said my he was he finally got cognizant enough to say my name. They found my phone number and called me. So mm-hmm. at that time, the trick of the hospital system, you could say, is that trying to get him out. You know they got those beds to fill, right? So they yeah, you know they yeah, pick you yeah, up yeah. And, and kick you out, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're trying to push him out for me to come pick him up, right? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And when they were thinking about sending him to skilled nursing, 
And so when I look back, I think maybe that's the biggest mistake I made. Maybe I should just like not even picked him up because then, <laughs> you know, yep. mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of guilt that comes with it. You think about like what you do, what you do, what you did or what you do and all that. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, so, uh, so. Yeah. And so. Um, so I so I picked him up. Tell the PO, he's like, OK, yeah, you can because you can come home with you for a few days and then be back on Monday or whatever. Took him a month or two to really get right, to get kind of like right, but I really didn't think he was gonna come back from it. I, I, for for a moment there, I, I wasn't sure if he was gonna get, uh, come back from it. Um, you know. Wow. Yeah. So that's one of the examples of. To me, when I think back when during my contemplation season, <laughs> that's one of the things. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's where we're in now. My contemplation season. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, because well, that's a, you can't go back though, right? So yeah. But yeah. So if, I have so right now my contemplation. Right? Yeah. Ooh. That's that's one of those things. It's like I wrestle with. You know, the thing that I wrestle with is like mm -hmm. I called like the hospital. So where he is now here with me, if that same scenario played yeah. out, there's no way to connect him to me because we're in a different county and he left out of here with no wallet, no ID, no phone charger. Yeah, so I've yeah. contemplated about calling the coroner. I haven't done it yet. I've contemplated, I've called the hospitals. I've driven do around. Do you have money up for him or something? Like, do, do you I have, have what? anything to lose by him? Not, you don't have any bail or for anything on him. Do you right now? Like any of your own personal, like you don't have, um, no, you have bail. Like you're not covering. No. Bail. Oh okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, you mean like? Oh yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. Okay. So um, if he show up tomorrow, I think I would just yeah just listen to see what he had to say. But I think I would be like, yeah, you need to go back. This ain't working, and you need mm -hmm. to go figure yourself out. And like, I need to just cut that yeah. enabling all together, and you need to go figure yourself out. And um. I have no doubt that he loves and cares about me and I love and care about him dearly. I have no doubt about that. But the thing is, is this addiction is, uh, mm -hmm. you know, is the enmity, as you say, in the spiritual realm. It's the enmity that, that, that interferes. That's, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause yeah. like, like I was telling yeah, you, I had to move. Right? So, yeah. yeah. You might remember Rich Johnson. He was in episode 144. It was a weekend ramble where uh, we got to talk to him about being an interventionist and, and some of the things that that entailed. Anyway, they don't just do interventions. They do family case management and treatment placement as well, which is a free service. So check them out, guys. Calls and emails are, of course, totally confidential. You can call them at 615-484-8792, or you can also give them an email at info at rosecrestrecoveryservices.com. Thanks, guys. This is not going to work. You can't just keep coming and going and disappearing for long periods mm -hmm. of time. And No, you can't, right? And you so, know, and when we were at my, uh, my do space... Do you think, though... Oh, I said he did that one one night overnight at my space too before we came here to this space, moving stuff to this space, and I could just yeah go to here. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know a lot of people know what they should. I mean, do, I have ideas, but not really. Or what, what they feel they should do because it's who am I to say what they should or shouldn't do? But I know a lot of people know what they feel they should do, but 
doing it's a totally different thing, right? So I know I don't want to enable this person. I know, you know, I, I've decided I'm not going to let them in the door, but then they show up at the door and it's like, ah, okay, you know, do you, do you think you got that in you right now? Do you, do you, the strength to do that or the, the stubbornness or the whatever you want to call it? Right? What I need to do, but each day that passes, I think mm -hmm. that with each day that passes, I get more and more like that. I get more yeah. like, I think yeah. I do have it in me more and more because it's like, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm healing from this fall and sprain and contusion. It's like, mm -hmm. you're not helping me. Like I already took each day. I do something that I know is moving me along. So for example, yeah. I got all this stuff out the main area and I put it out here in the patio. It's all stuff is like right here, yeah. <laughs> okay. you know? Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like each day I get so, closer and closer. Like, okay. Just when you show up, all right, time to go. You can go Fair do that enough, over there, yeah. and then when you're ready, yeah, yeah. let me know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd be curious to see how that goes if if he does show up at all, right? So, uh, yeah, I'll have do you a been through? You the, when it, when it, when it... Oh yeah, I'm sure you will. I get <laughs> all my guests. They have the, there's a whole. If uh, you want, I call them the alumni, right? So we have a Facebook group. Um, it's it's not just for the alumni of the show, but there's there's plenty of them there. But I, huh? I talk on Messenger with almost everybody that's been on the show. Yeah, right. So, mm -hmm. oh, okay. breaking up really bad there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you're breaking up really bad. Oh dear. Sixty minutes. So, have you been through any of the, you know, in some situations because it hasn't been that long, but it, like any of the crazy mood things? Like, what's it been like around him when he's when he's smoking meth, or does he do it around you, or, or how does that go? No, he keeps all that away from me. I mean, he might smoke okay, weed, okay. Um, but even then, I'm like, you gotta go do that outside. You know, because yeah, yeah, I have yeah. asthma and stuff. So it's like, you gotta, if we're in the car, you gotta move the windows down. If you're, if you, you know, otherwise you gotta be outside in the backyard or on course, the balcony course, ledge or something like that. So yeah. he's very good about, I guess, respecting that. But I can still, but I've been around him in these four years of you know seeing the mood you know seeing like these mood you know moodiness stuff and i've talked to friends of mine who's been through this i have two girlfriends that have been yeah. through this and it didn't work out and um you know they mm -hmm. they've taught me stuff and then the, the group and different things I, i'm one of those people that um i used to be a librarian before all this okay so okay. i'm a researcher and knowledge tech gatherer yeah. tech person so i take it all in Fair enough. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I just a, see it and then... mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. go ahead. Meth is so different than other drugs. It's um, so wildly different in the way it affects people. So for instance, um, for me, I could smoke 200 bucks worth of meth right now and I would never even know I was high. It was, it never did a single thing for me. The guy beside me could take his first hoot ever and he's a ninja giraffe for the next six hours. Because it, it, it's completely different person to person, right? More than that, when people inject it, it's now it's a different and a different, right? Like there's there's like 52 ways that meth can mess people up. So it's so unique in, you know, experience to experience, right? So, um, and scary too, because people people are not meant to stay awake for six, six days, seven, seven days at a time, right? That's that's when things get really bad. Do, do you deal with the sleep depth at all? Is sleep deprivation with him or does he? Oh yeah, he's had that. Um, the, yeah. So the night, so he dipped out a week ago, Thursday night, um, mm -hmm. or well, I realized it Friday morning. And, um, okay. yep. but earlier in that week, 
and you know he's got multiple factors because he's got the he's got the you know the the incarceration factor that that affects you. Mm-hmm. He said that it affects your sleep and stuff too, and then um, you know and the drug and all that too. But yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 he was, there was like two or three days a week or two ago. I was like, dude, you need to sleep. <laughs> and he got like <laughs> right. upset with me. Like, I don't want to hear about, I don't want to hear about sleep anymore. I'm like, oh my God. And we laughed about it later. Like when he finally rested. Yeah. yeah. He finally yeah, slept with right. And I was so. telling him about it. And we laughed about it. I was like, dude, you were like saying <laughs> sleep to you was like a curse word. <laughs> you know, and, you know, we laughed yeah. about it. Well, and, yeah, lack of sleep is pretty. Yeah, it's, it gets intense. It gets really yeah. intense, right? You know, that's, yeah. For me, I've, I've never hallucinated until I've been awake for three days, and then yeah, it's to happen, right? So right, you know, yeah, yeah, right. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, mm-hmm. oh, dear. you know, so I could, I could, I could, I could say, I could look back in retrospect and say, okay, maybe that wasn't. Um, it could have been the drug. Let's see that that two or three days of him being awake. I don't know if it was that. I don't know oh, if yeah. it's the prison yeah. stuff. Yeah. I don't know if it was uh, just being in a new environment. Like, I don't know. It was it was it was the drugs. Yeah. If somebody if, if they're a meth user and they're awake for three days, they use meth. That's that's <laughs> that's what happened, right? You know, like um, nothing does it quite the same. So yeah. yeah. Um, typically, I mean, I you mean, would like not off, or, you know, a little bit, but you know, yeah. So that was like yeah. I was paying attention. I'm an observer, so I was paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, and typically, he's he's not admitting that he's doing it then, or he's not he's he's lying about it. Mm-hmm. No, he's always been. Um, he's always prior to maybe now, right? Um, yeah. He's always been truthful about you know whether he's used or not. In fact, I can straight up okay. didn't tell me. Okay. So that's so. Yeah. This is. I don't know if this is another level, another depth of, of, uh, use, mm-hmm. like, you know, now he's yeah. going to start like hiding it or mm-hmm. what, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and again, all the experiences are so different. Who's to say for sure. Um, yeah. He's always been I mean, like expect, transparent. Expecting things to degrade is a pretty safe bet though. Right. You know, as far as we're all never going to do this until we're doing this and then we're yeah. all never going to do that until we're doing that. And then, you know, it's just, the natural progression of things, right? It's just kind of the way addiction works. So. And now for a quick PSA brought to you by Together We Can. Grief isn't limited to the loss of a loved one. For all the support you need, TWC offers a grief and loss support and education group offered free of charge. Learn more at twcrecoverylife.org. Hi, everybody. This is Carl with today's public service announcement about naloxone, or as it's more commonly known, Narcan a medication that can help save the life of somebody experiencing an opioid overdose. Did you know that in 2021 opioids were responsible for over 7,000 deaths in Canada and 106,000 deaths in the United States? These numbers are staggering, but there is hope. Narcan is a medication that can reverse the effects of an opioid overdose and help save a life. Narcan is available for free at participating pharmacies and harm reduction centers across Canada and is also available without a prescription at most pharmacies in the United States. Now I know most of you won't be around people using opioids, but you never know when it will be around you, and you could save the life of someone who is loved and who loves. Um, 
so yourself, you, you said you've taken some time now to, to research and, and to try and understand addiction better. Is that is that what I gathered? Well, I always I always have during the whole time, especially during these times, you know, and okay. for me, okay. it's just like praying and, and it's like talking to people who know and reading and listening and, you know, listening and learning, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all those different things. So, um, right now it's um, like, okay. So, so what do you, you find yourself in a you, position like you said, of, what are you going to do when he shows up? Do you find yourself in more of a do you find yourself in more of a position of empathy now that you've or anger, right? And and, and I ask this because of the group you're in, it's supposed to partners. Very polarizing group there. Right? There, there's a, there's this hard stance of he did a drug once, get rid of it forever, he's a devil. And then there's the other people that are, hey, I just want to love my partner and I want to try and get help him get better. And then, it, you know, and there's a bunch of people in the middle, but there's this very divisive issue, right? And then I actually, I started a thread in that group that went 93 comments and I was in shit for that. And oh my, it was, it got really ugly. Um, that was a couple months ago, but um, where do you kind of stand on all of that now? I, I'm a type of person that I understand the different kind of perspectives. I have a clinical yeah. psychology background too. Um, okay. Okay. Yep. you know, you know, I'm that, I'm that one that that person you're perplexed about, like, you're a highly educated person <laughs> come from a good family. Da, 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 da. How in the world are you involved in this crap? You know, like, that's, I'm that oh, person. I've, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, a, a lot of people would I'm not one of those people that would question it. Cause yeah, I'm the one that they look <laughs> yeah. at they're like, like, you know, how in the world you could do better, da, 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 and all, all the different things, you know, you're cute, you're smart, yeah, and yeah. how in the world, you know, yeah. I'm that person. So, um, you know, I'm definitely naturally always empathetic, just part of that is my gifts, my spiritual gifts and stuff too. So, like, I'm empathetic, so actually it's created a, uh, it, it, what I was telling you, what I was leading to telling you about off camera was like, I have this uh, this thing with my best friend that okay. went through this. So yeah. where she landed on the other side, that hateful enemy okay. side, right? And I land on the mm -hmm. empathy yeah. side. Yeah. Like I, I believe in, okay, yeah. it's a disease model, like based on education experience. I've had I mean, my uncle who's deceased now, he back in the eighties, he was on Coke and then destroyed his family. And you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. well, I'm, I'm on the, uh, the empathy side love like okay well this is a good person but there's just caught up in this disease it's a disease it's an illness yeah. so that's that's where i land on it but i empathize with with people who land the other side of it because whatever you know it's your like your life experiences and stuff you know yeah yeah and yeah. what you experience yeah. like i haven't experienced until maybe now of uh, maybe him hiding it and all that and you haven't stolen you never stolen from me or anything like that or brought yeah, anything to my house. Yeah, all those he things always that keep, can happen, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the stuff that the, the movie stuff you see, like yeah, I haven't had yeah. any of that. He he does not bring that drama to my life, like to my doorstep type thing that people well, you know worry about. Have, that's something else. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So that's something else then. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um so you mentioned something about your your coloring and activity book. You have me curious about that, how that plays into this now. Do tell. Oh yeah. Right? So What's going on um that? in the middle of all this, right? I'm still a type mm -hmm. person, like I still gotta do me and take care of myself, you know? 
course. And yeah. so I was working, uh, my career was in the library. So I was library supervisor in the end. And then I um, started having hip problems and uh, hip arthritis really bad and hip bursitis. And then it turned to hip, now it's like 90% of my left hip is it's arthritis. It's like grade three out of four. I was like, let's get another MRI. She's like, no, it's just like doing it for prizes. She's like, it's bad. You know, it's bad. I'm like, oh, okay. I was, I was like, okay, doc. So <laughs> we don't need to do that. It's just like certified bad. All right. So um, I lost my job over it, right? Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, this, it was the same time as like during COVID. I have um, ulcerative, to be transparent, I have ulcerative colitis. And I, and I started getting infusions for that too during COVID, same time COVID hit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and my job, good job. And they were like, yeah, we're trying to medically accommodate, you know, trying to accommodate for you. Da, 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 da. Turns out, even though it's a county job and they're a good job and all that, behind the scenes, they were still working on getting rid of me. Yeah. So they were saying this in front of me, but still working on this policy. Also, I had him, yeah, you know, going do anything and I'm enabling by yeah. going and picking up, taking hotels, like real mellow out and all yeah. these things too is going on too in the background. The seizure thing that happened yeah. and all these things happened in the background too, but I'm not telling anybody, remember I was telling you, I kept it to, yes, so I'm just yes, dealing with this. Yes, Only one or two right. people know I'm dealing with this. So, uh, oh, they, uh, uh, Christmas 2020, Christmas 20, uh, Christmas 2019, no, Christmas 2022, no, 2021, 2020, uh, around Christmas 2020, they're like, okay, you know, no, I'm gonna be a, you and other people aren't gonna be supervisors come January, and then, okay, I'm like, fine, you know, I'm still getting paid, same, blah, 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 less responsibility, less stress, but like, I don't have all, in my head, I know what I'm dealing with in my life, yeah. so fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I guess that didn't make me flee and whoever else to flee. So then it was like, uh, okay, you're going to have to either reduce your restrictions or resign and reapply or go out, apply for disability, uh, retirement. It's like, okay, okay happy, so. happy MLK Christmas, Merry Christmas, <laughs> happy new year to me. <laughs> and uh oh dear you know yeah. and because happy mlk because it needed to be decided before mlk 2021 and the day okay. i was going to tell yeah. them that okay yeah. well i'm going to apply for, for the disability thing um they decided to fire me they're like we can't medically oh, accommodate wow. you and we're gonna, it was like i had like five days aside like if you think about your life and you're working and all that and you've been working for somebody mm -hmm. for 20 something your whole career and all of a sudden, like, boom, you got five days to make a decision. One of these, one of these things. It's like, what? Hold on. Wait. What? <laughs> you know? Wow. wow. Yeah. Frustrating. It's, yeah. Frustrating. It's like beyond. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a it's a trauma. It's a tra it creates a trauma for you, um, whether Probably you know right. it or not. Yeah. PTSD, complex trauma, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. Yeah. um, I decided to go the early disability route because I knew the other routes were traps. I'm not gonna sacrifice more of my body for uh, this job because yeah. I got to live this yeah. body to the end and I'm not going to resign and reapply uh, because mm -hmm. uh, that's a trap. What they frequently like mm -hmm. to do, they take, they tell you that then they put the supervisor yeah. over you. It's just that their job is to get rid of you, you know? Yeah. So yeah. 
I chose that last option. I fought for a year and a half. Didn't get. Didn't get it. I don't. I to this day okay. I don't have disability. Uh, oh. But the beauty in like just ashes to awesome. The ashes mm-hmm. is uh, you know lost everything. Um, but the beauty was that I met somebody, one of my friends, through another uplifting group about what are you going to do with the rest of your life. Uh, okay. Uh, and he started a coloring group. And so okay. I joined his coloring group. So I needed to kind of decompress and relax mm-hmm. while I'm going through this fight. Right. And yeah. uh, same time praying, wondering why God's telling me to fight. And then I still lose it and I still lose right. The battle, mm-hmm. you know, pension, everything. I'll get it eventually. I'm just not young. I'm just too young to get it right now. So, uh, I basically, God put it on my spirit, uh, in the fall of last year, I think it was October. I saw the little advertiser for the, for the class where he's going to teach us how to make mm-hmm. them, how to pick the uh, thing. Oh, I forgot to say the, the, the jewelry thing. That's what I first started doing when I first lost my, okay. um, job, I was like, well, I gotta get this hips, you know? right so let me go back mm-hmm. to swimming can't walk can't bike so i used yep. to be i used to play rugby all these type of things so yeah, let me yeah. go uh let me go swim go back to your childhood right go back to your first passions mm-hmm. so i'm gonna start swimming yep. so i started swimming yep. and i and i did a fundraiser for the american cancer society and i made a necklace similar to the ones i have on and started mm-hmm. doing that for my business advocates creations and um, and and did that and said, okay, when I got done with the fundraising for American Cancer Society, I uh, tried to give the necklace away to the lifeguard. And she goes, no, <laughs> she's like, no, you need to sell that. I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, and then my dad's like, you need, you should think about starting a business with yeah. your jewelry. And I'm like, okay. And then I go down to this, this festival down the marina near me and some non-jewelry vendor dudes like where's what's that necklace you have on where'd you get that i'm like oh i made it he's like you need to sell that so for me i believe in like signs the three signs father son holy ghost three that's a lot of validation (laughs) right right so to me i look at it like those three things that's like okay if you're not paying attention three three people independent of each other so i launched the abacus creations jewelry business and then i was doing that and the coloring group I was doing the coloring to kind of keep my sanity amidst all yep. the yep. crap I'm going through with the boyfriend, the job, every single yeah. aspect of my life was was screwed up. Academic, yeah. Yeah. in psychology they say academic, um, that something's a problem, right? Something is a certifiable mental illness or, or addiction or anything like mm-hmm. that when it affects your academics or your work life, uh, your personal, your, your mental, your spirit, like every single aspect of my life was now like yeah. financial, like everything was affected. So I got to do yeah. something for yeah. relief, right? right? I got to do something to relief, mm-hmm. relief that's, that's positive. Yes. Yeah. So I that's started right. coloring. And then when he did the class, God was like, take the class and do a coloring book. And I'm like, I don't know how to, like, what you mean? What you mean make a coloring book? I don't know how to make a 
was <laughs> you're like, what you mean, God? And he's like, get it done before Christmas. I'm like, what you mean, get it done before Christmas? This was like October. I'm like, what you mean, get it's gonna be a bestseller or something? Why, why get this done before Christmas? Like, what's, what's up with this? All right, this is that whole thing of you gotta just kind of go with it, even though it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because remember, yeah, yeah. I listened and I still lost the job. And it's like now, what, year, almost two years <laughs> in, I'm still unemployed. I've got this jewelry yeah, business. Yeah. I make a little bit of money here and there, but it's not yeah. like, you know. So I'm like, really? All right. Mm-hmm. So um, I took the class. He was telling me October. I kept hearing October 28th. And I'm like, what's up with this mm-hmm. October 28th? Besides the Christmas thing, it was October 28th. And October 27th, I did this vending event. And I got sick at the event. And um had laryngitis, bronchitis, got really sick, got a collapsed lung, all these things. Mm-hmm. This is like when I'm first starting to take the class, learn how to do the coloring. So it's like, okay, you told me to do this coloring book, and then I get sick, mm-hmm. and now I can't do nothing. What's up with this? <laughs> and you want me to get it done before Christmas? What the heck, you know? What's up with this? Yeah, so, yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. right? It's like, really? So, October 28th thing was because the October 27th was the day that I got sick. And the Christmas thing yep. was because um, I still proceed to get it done. Thankful to the assistance of everybody there and support and, you know, get it done. And um, yep. four years ago, I think it was before I reconnected with my boyfriend. Um, God told me this phrase, serve the silent. I'm sorry, what was that? Like God oh, told me this phrase, silent. serve okay. the yeah. silent. Yeah. Just the phrase, yeah. and I had no yeah. idea. So mm-hmm. now it was coming to fruition that yeah. I was on doing the book to create this coloring book, serve the silent, an activity and coloring book for the justice impacted in their families. And okay. um, yeah. it was all coming together. So it's like taking everything that's happened in my life in general in the four years and everything. And mm-hmm. the Christmas thing, guess what that was? Yeah. What was that? The book published December 20th that morning. That same oh, morning. Wow. Yeah, it published that morning, December 20th. That same morning, my grandmother had a stroke. Oh, wow. A eh? TIA stroke Jeevers. and pneumonia yeah. and dementia. So it was like, <sighs> all that's why I'm here. All, all hands on deck, move here. Mm-hmm. So it's not about being a bestseller and all that. I mean, that, I hope it does become a bestseller. But it was about... <laughs> It was, it, but the but the whole thing was like that's why I lost the job. Mm-hmm. He's instrumental in my part in my life because it's this book has been uplifting to anybody that's going through stuff, you know, because that's what was being spoke to me about like you need to uplift and encourage. Mm-hmm. I'll get the appropriate links from you to to put in the show notes for the show. But where where does somebody get a getting their hands on that book? Oh, on Amazon. Serve the Silent okay. under Nefertari Geis. You can just serve, okay. serve, serve the Silent coloring book, coloring okay. and activity. Absolutely right. And and again, we'll put that link in the in the, uh, in the show notes so yeah, yeah. listeners can get to it real easy too, right? So yeah, yeah. So that's that long story of how it. It's like integrating all your <laughs> your 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 ashes into making it awesome. <laughs> I like it. I like it absolutely. So, um, well, that brings us to my favorite part of the show. That's the daily gratitude. Today's Daily Gratitudes are brought to you by Revolution Recovery, helping men recover and become their best selves through support and treatment. They've been there and they understand. All right, so 
when I do have a guest on the show, I like to get some daily gratitudes from them. What you got? Well, since we're talking about my coloring book, I'll pick something from here. Okay. This is one that's popular. Think positive. Think positive. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's a, that's, yeah. A, that's a popular one. Let go, yeah. let God. Yeah. yeah. That's something I have to remind myself now. And I put Bible verses on my... um on my thumbs probably can't see it okay but uh, romans uh no 12, I, I can't but yeah yeah, yeah romans yeah. twelve twenty one is do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good ah uh, yes and uh yeah, philippians like four thirteen is i can do all things through christ who strengthens me and that's okay yeah. personal to me when i've been able to when, when i go through both of them when i go through stuff that's what's in my heart and okay. mind to uh keep me going you know um i hope that uh i hope your your partner shows up and i I hope he's in he's okay when he does and i hope you do whatever you need to do to be right about it and feel right about it and you know only only you can tell that and um uh you sound like you've got the right heart for it and you know hopefully things go your way you know you never know yeah you know Um, I, i hope so too Everything has God's God um, intends, God's in control. Okay. okay. Uh, for myself, my gratitudes. Um, uh, it's always to a great guest for coming on. I, I appreciate that you have. Um, I know it's hard for you to tell your story. It's not something that you've been really doing actively. You, you mentioned before the recording, so I, I'm that much more gracious that you, that you did come on the show and, and, and shared it with us, right? Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully somebody out there needs to hear it. And, well, somebody does. I guarantee you that much, right? So... And uh, my final gratitude goes out to you, the listeners. Guys, whatever you're doing, please keep doing it. Uh, if you're on Spotify uh, or, or YouTube, uh, drop a comment. If you are on Apple, rate or review. If you're on any of the rest of them, subscribe. If you see our logo anywhere, please like it and comment it and do all the things on all the different social medias. Because every time you do any one of these things, you're getting me a little bit closer to living my best life. My best life is to make a humble living spreading the message. The message is this. If you are in active addiction right now, today could be the day. Today could be the day that you start that lifelong journey. Reach out to a friend, reach out to a family member, call into detox, go to a meeting, do whatever the hell you need to do to get that journey started because it is so much better than the alternative. And if you are a loved one of somebody who's suffering an addiction right now, you're just taking the time to listen to this episode, if you just take one more minute out of your day and text that person, let them know they are loved. Use the words. You are loved. That little glimmer of hope just might be the thing that brings him back. Done. Just like that. Getting cold, my 
and I'm not scared to go. Because when